thought I knew exactly what kind of mom I was going to be um, before I had Judah. I mean, really, like I was like, oh, I'm, I'm probably, we're not, never going to give him screens. <laughs> like that lasted. <laughs> Hello listeners and welcome to Mom Speak, the show where new mom Kaden and her seasoned mother-in-law Pam discuss mothering with love, understanding, and support for all moms at any stage and season of motherhood. Today's episode is about mom labels, so grab a cup of coffee or snuggle your babe with your headphones and let's get into it. Well, first off, it's been a while, Mm -hmm. so thank you all for coming back to um, listen. If you don't know, I am Pam, the seasoned mom, and I took a little break for a few weeks to go and help a friend who had a heart transplant in San Francisco. And so um, we took a little break, but I am now back and we are ready to record again. Yeah, it felt like the longest time ever. <laughs> it, it was a really long time. It was so good and so hard and yeah. so such a blessing mm-hmm. and so overwhelming all at the same time. And I'm still kind of processing all of that, but at some point I will definitely want to um, write or talk about that some more. So yeah. tune in in the future for mm-hmm. information about the heart transplant. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So our topic today is mom labels. And um, we see a lot of mom labels, especially on social media, I yeah. think, the different sort of styles of momming. And um, sometimes we get asked which type of moms we are or were. I guess I'm still in the mom phase, mm-hmm. but like yeah. kind of how I did things in the past. Yeah. Um, so we have, uh, yeah, there are lots of categories of momming. <laughs> I know. We kind of just picked like the, <clears throat> the main ones, the main ones that we seem to hear about the most. Yeah. Yeah. So we have, um, the, the ones we're going to talk about, um, the crunchy mom, the silky mom and the scrunchy mom. Those are kind of the main ones that you see all over social media, um, and the crunchy, so let's start with the crunchy mom. Yes. Um, so like natural, unmade, unmedicated birth if possible, um, exclusively breastfeeds, cloth diapers, baby wear, no vax, makes our baby food, homeschool, all of the like natural, holistic, organic, etc. Yes. Um, is how I think we would describe a crunchy mom. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then there is the silky mom. Silky mom is um, the like medicated birth, formula feeding. Um, babies are in their cribs only. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of the cry it out, disposable diapers. Take all the vaxes, all the medications. Um, they allow some screen time. Um, they're sometimes also called modern moms um, because they tend to um, go the way of science and medicine and technology to aid in their parenting. Yeah. Um, And not to, um, like, I I also just want to say, like, we are not, we also know that you can, like, be a crunchy mom and also... If you needed to use formula, you can use formula. Like, that doesn't mean you're not a crunchy mom. Like, this is just, like, very, like, just... 
overall, I guess, very general, very yes. vague definitions of the mom labels. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And not us creating those labels. Oh, like, yeah. No. I literally just Googled. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what are the characteristics yeah. Yeah, of yeah, the yeah. silky mom or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then we have the scrunchy mom, which is kind of a hybrid of crunchy mom and silky mom. Um, just kind of picking and choosing characteristics from each um, for what fits them best um, and like kind of a trust your gut attitude towards everything. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. So if you had to pick a label for yeah. yourself, mm-hmm. what would you say you think you are? I think I probably fall in the scrunchy mom category. And I also think that I the the longer I am a mom, the more that I feel like the scrunchier you the get. The scrunchier <laughs> I get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think I knew or actually I I thought I knew exactly what kind of mom I was going to be um before I had Judah. I mean, really, like I was like, oh I'm I'm probably we're not never gonna give him screens. <laughs> like that lasted <laughs> Not very long. I did the exact same thing. Yeah. And then I realized that if I turned on the 10-minute segment of mm, Elmo mm-hmm. at the end of Sesame Street yeah. while Trevor was in the baby swing, <laughs> that I could get at least an eight-minute shower. In. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, we just have this idea of, of how we're going to be. And for me, it just – it's kind of, like, constantly changing – um, but I do, I think I fall into that category just mostly because I, I try my best to just kind of go with my gut and my instincts and like what I think is, um, the best, like what's work. For example, we tried, um, to get him to sleep in the bedside bassinet that was in our room and it didn't work. So we co-slept, um, we just kind of like are always changing and adapting, um as we go I feel like I am also so much more aware of like the food that we eat and like um just meds and like just things like that that I wasn't I was not aware of pre-baby like I just I mean not that I didn't eat like good food but now like for example I was at Costco today (laughs) I was looking for fruit bars and I bought the most expensive organic fruit bars because they were for him and I never would have done that for myself so yeah just those kinds of things (laughs) that are all um but I wouldn't say that I am like full-on crunchy mom either um so yeah I guess I'm just a little bit of a, a mix yeah yeah. So I would actually say the same about myself. I think I am also a scrunchy mom by our definition of it being a hybrid of um, crunchy moms and silky moms. I think if you would have asked me, actually, I think if you would have asked my friends back in the day, then I would have said that I was, or they would have said that I was a crunchy mom. Yeah. Um, because I often got labeled granola <laughs> back in the day, which yeah. for those of you who aren't as old as me was sort of the um, nice way of calling somebody sort of hippie. I don't know. Like right. I, I wore Birkenstocks before they were cool, like that, mm-hmm. <laughs> that kind mm-hmm. of thing. I did a lot of... Um, 
organic foods before that yeah. was a thing. Yeah. Um, I tried to be vegetarian um, and was for many years until I was pregnant with Trevor, actually. And I had a lot of trouble putting on weight. And the mm. doctor asked me to add um, meat back into my diet. And so anyway, I would have said crunchy, but I think that I also sort of morphed into more of a scrunchy mom Yeah. over time. Um, I did most of my births naturally and unmedicated, but not all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I did breastfeed exclusively um, and, and for an extended period of time. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I did not do cloth diapers. Mm-hmm. I thought that I would. <sighs> I always thought that I would. And then I remember I read this article that said, if you were going to only wear underwear yourself that had been washed like like Mm. so speaking to like a diaper service or whatever right so if if somebody was going to pick up your underwear and take it and clean it and bring it back to you and they were going to tell you it was clean would you still wear it knowing that other people had (gasps) worn it not have thought of that like like it was sort of community underwear but it had been cleaned (laughs) and i was like Oh, nope. And Ew. I'm out on cloth diapers. <laughs> Disposable so it is. Yeah. Again, not saying anything to people who do no. cloth diapers and they're much different today than it was back then. But back then most people would do a service like that where oh, they honestly bless you. It sounds like so much work. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So yeah. We also co-slept. Never thought that was mm-hmm. the plan. Ended up doing it um and started that way with one kid and then just yeah. kept on with everybody. Um and so yeah, we definitely um try to prioritize like having healthy organic natural foods and healthcare, Mm -hmm. but we are not opposed to using science and medicine when needed. Yeah. And, um, and I, you know, we did technology sometimes. So, yeah. Yeah. I think there's so much, there's so much information out there that I think it's almost even hard to categorize yourself as like just a crunchy mom. Yeah. Like it's, there's just so many ways that you can do things and, to I feel like to just be one is almost impossible well I was kind of thankful to see that there was a a hybrid a scrunchy mom (laughs) yeah I was like that's it that's me because I I don't feel like I I think I tend a little more toward crunchy maybe than Mm -hmm. silky but still I'm not fully one or the other yeah um and I think over time I've learned to trust my gut a lot more than I did in the early days yeah um yeah so yeah Yeah, and I think that these these labels I think can both be hurtful and helpful to moms I think that they can kind of like help you build a sense of community um with like-minded moms but I also think that it is unfortunately probably more so like a divide between moms um especially the way that it's used on social media like not not everyone uses it in this way but like a lot of the times it is like it's just kind of mom shamey like like if you when you share your life on social media and like your opinions on social media like you also have to be okay 
with other people like not having the same opinions as you and that is not to say that other people should attack you for like your like how you live your life but to like put a message out there that there is only one way to parent your baby or like feed your baby or do this or that or sleep with your baby is like crazy to me and there are people out there who it's it's their way or the highway and it makes it makes moms feel crappy makes them feel like crappy moms yeah and that is where i think we've discussed before how as moms we tend to Um, overanalyze ourselves and mom shame ourselves like we feel bad if we're not doing things Mm -hmm. the The way yeah the Mm -hmm. same or we feel like we've failed in some way and there's just so much of that for me so much of that internally I guess I can't speak for all moms yeah but the last thing I need is for somebody on social media to be saying it I was sharing with um, Kaden, before we started recording, that we have a friend, a mutual friend, who is an influencer, and um, she shared that she went to Trader Joe's, and she had the crunchy moms Ugh. coming down on her um, because she she does land more crunchy, yeah. Um, but because she had gone to Trader Joe's to go shopping, I mean, the hate. That was coming at her for shopping at Trader Joe's. It's, like, not funny, but it's also just, like, laughable because, like, really? Yeah. Really? I mean... It scared me, though. It scared me about what I was posting at the Mm -hmm. time because I thought, I am just... I don't know. I, I'm an Enneagram 9. I'll put that out there right now. I like to keep the peace. Yeah. I, conflict makes me stressed. Yeah. And I, so I never want to do or say anything that's going to make people like stir them mm-hmm. up like that. Or, or make them come at me like yes. that. Yes. But like also the fact or like the thought of making someone else feel like that I know is like sickening like making another mom feel like what she is doing for her baby is like not good enough right is like that is just gross to me like that is I feel like every mom most moms are just doing the best that they can do with what they know and like how could you ever I don't Come get down it. on somebody yeah. else for doing their best. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I I totally agree with that. Even if their like values don't align with yours or like their decision the decisions that they're making for their babies don't align with yours. Like it doesn't matter. Like in the end, like that's not your baby. Right. <laughs> you shouldn't care if she's crunchy or scrunchy or what she is. Like and if it bothers you, move on. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So like the labels, I think sometimes can be helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice to know that you have people in the same camp as mm-hmm. you. It's nice um, to be able to reach out mm-hmm. to like-minded people or yes. people who are doing things in a similar way, mm-hmm. um, especially if you're struggling with something to get advice or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it can be good. And a lot of them have really helpful information as yeah. well. Like they, yeah, like you were saying, if you, if you want to ask advice for someone, you probably want to ask advice 
from someone who shares the same values as you or is choosing kind of the along the same lines as the same thing as you so that like you're getting information from someone that you trust and in that sense yeah absolutely this is like a community building kind of thing um so I can totally see the benefit to it as well yeah for sure and I don't know just public service announcement to anybody who might want to to try to throw hate or shame to another mom just maybe stop and remember what that feels like um you know or what that would feel like for you if you heard Mm -hmm. somebody coming down on you from Mm -hmm. the opposite camp Mm -hmm. um that that might not yeah might not feel very good and I don't know I just it's I was telling Kate feel like Mm -hmm. that like can't we as moms just be moms yes and can't we just see each other Mm -hmm. as moms Mm -hmm. and know that everybody's doing the Mm -hmm. best like obviously if somebody is doing something that's physically harming their child obviously yes that's something that needs to be addressed but but like no matter if a mom labels herself as crunchy or silky or scrunchy or whatever it is she is also just a mom yes and you are also just a mom like we all have this common ground of being a mom of being a mom and i feel like we forget that and just go at it and it's just like i it's just mind-boggling to me how a mom could bring down another mom especially just like you said like we just do it to ourselves all the time well it's it's just not helpful Mm -mm. it's not helpful at all um I don't think that anybody decides like oh well now that 400 people (laughs) have shamed me about this now I'm gonna start breastfeeding yeah yeah you also don't know someone's story like you don't know why they're doing what they're doing um, I think that one of the, um, like one of, one of my bones to pick with social media and like, um, I guess the more of the crunchy mom category is this like homesteading era that like, and it's great. Like if you make your own bread and you make the, uh, and you like, solely shop organic and all of that stuff like that's awesome it sounds like a lot of work and it's awesome but also like I feel like it's just it makes other moms sometimes when it's talked about like this is the way that you should do it not all moms have that opportunity right or that time or that like and it's or, like, oh, or financially, or financially, like sometimes yes. it's, a, it's a financial issue mm-hmm. and the mom already feels bad enough yeah. that she's not able yeah. to put solely organic food yeah. on the table. Let's not, let's not slam make it her for that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. and also like, as far as what you're saying of not knowing people's story, like I had a really close friend who desperately wanted to breastfeed her babies Mm -hmm. and just couldn't. Mm -hmm. I mean, she tried and she went to lactation specialist after specialist to try 
to get help. And mm-hmm. obviously times are different now and there's more knowledge yeah. and more help than there was back then. Um, but, and she would just sob because <sighs> she wanted to do it so badly. And I remember being with her and yeah. having people say things to her <sighs> about bottle feeding her baby it's awful. and how that wasn't as good for her baby. And I mean, the mama bear and me came out of like, you don't know her story back off. But yeah, let's just not do that. Sometimes people have adopted a baby. Yes. And there's just so many, yeah, not what they're going to be able to do. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Yeah. Anyway, can we all just be moms? (laughs) Yeah. No, all that to say, like not look at the label in front Mm -hmm. of the word mom and just be moms and be supportive like just be nice just be nice just be kind exactly and all that to say also that is what we want to be oh absolutely yeah we want to be the village we want everyone to be a part of the Mm -hmm. village no matter which camp you fall in yeah which mom label might be assigned to you which Mm -hmm. one you might think you have which one other people might think you Mm -hmm. have yeah Um, if you're a mom, you are welcome. Yeah. If you're not a mom yet and you're hoping to be a mom, you're yes, welcome. Yes, absolutely. If you're in the grandma seasoned mom <laughs> yes. era like me, welcome. We want you We've here. We've actually been getting a lot of grandmas commenting on our social media posts. And I think that's really fun. Like, I love that's it. awesome. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So that's on mom labels <laughs> thank you guys for listening um tune in next week for our episode exploring what god says about moms um i'm really excited for that one mm-hmm, and make sure you um check out our website website at momspeak.com and follow us on instagram at the momspeak podcast bye for now mm-hmm.